Have you ever wanted to know what exactly it's going to take in order to completely overcome pornography and have a thriving relationship? I was listening to an interview by a faculty member at the Harvard Medical School. His name is Dr. Alok Kenosha, and he shared one of the most significant factors, according to his research, that successful men have in place that enables them to quit pornography for good. And if you're a wife listening to this, Knowing what this factor is and seeing this in your husband can help you rebuild trust, feel more secure in your relationship with him, and ultimately help you guys move forward, leaving this issue behind you both. So many clients that I work with say that they'll do whatever they need to do, they just don't know where to start. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you one extremely important factor that can help you walk down this road. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Sam Tielemans, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm the host of the Couples Healing Podcast. I've worked with hundreds of clients over the past 10 years, and I've had the advantage of being able to see what works and what doesn't work over the course of 15,000 hours of therapy with clients. And I've seen what makes people successful in this process, and I wanna streamline this for you by giving you the best possible tools so you don't have to figure this out on your own. So I wanna share with you a quick story. This is something that, that relates directly to this episode and what the key factor is in order for you to find success. I recently, literally as of today, had this idea reinforced to me personally. My brother texted me last week and asked me this strange question. If I would, re if I would be willing to join him on a three-day fast. And my initial reaction was, not really. I don't really want to do this. Because I don't, I, I, anytime I've ever done fasting, it's been for 24 hours. And so to imagine doing this for three days, no food, it's just a water fast. All you're doing is drinking water. And I, I, you know, my initial thought was, I don't really want to do this. But he then went on to describe how there's so many benefits to doing this. And I said, well, okay, I want to need some more information beyond that. So he sent me a YouTube video with a doctor talking about all of the benefits that happen when you fast for multiple days, it's a prolonged fast. And so he talked about, I, can't, I wish I could repeat all the things that he said, but the main takeaway that he shared was, not only does it help for weight loss, I'm not, I'm not trying to lose weight right now, but he said it helps to stabilize your body. For those who wanna lose weight, this is a very powerful way to do that. It helps to regulate your body in a way that eating daily just can't do. But the thing that really st struck me was, he said that stem cells are produced when you're doing prolonged fasting. And I thought that's really, really interesting because stem cells are a big part of what helps to replenish and rejuvenate and heal your body. And so I thought, you know, I, I, there, I like to do things that push myself. And so, you know, it's like, okay, I'll join you on this fast. And so as we're doing this fast today, it's literally tonight, we're 24 hours in. And about three hours ago, I had this massive headache and it was like really bugging me. So I, I took some aspirin with water, of course, because I'm not, you know, yeah, no, no milk, no nothing else. And I'm feeling better. And right now I'm actually feeling really good. And while I'm doing the dishes, I'm listening to a podcast about, okay, I'm already thinking about, okay, I, how do I break this fast? I can't wait to, I was thinking about going to uh, like this breakfast place, getting this all you can eat French toast. So I'm already thinking about the end of the fast. And as I pull up YouTube and am listening to a doctor, there's a ton of stuff actually about like prolonged fasting. I had no idea about this. One of the things that uh, a video that I'd seen was how to break the fast properly, mistakes to avoid. So as I'm listening to this video, 
which is very helpful, by the way. The last thing that you should do is go to Neater's, which is the restaurant that I want to go to, and eat all you can eat French toast. The last thing that you should be doing is that. And what I learned was that you have to gradually break this, and you should only be doing this very, very small doses, and it should be protein. Anyways, the details are irrelevant. But the thing that struck me in the video was, again, when he talked about the benefits of this whole fast. And again, stem cells was something that he mentioned. And there are some other things, again, I can't even fully remember, but I just remember the feeling that I had when I listened to the video, I was like locked in and there's no way I'm breaking this fast. Because for me, making this decision of, okay, I can go three days. And as I listen to other doctors talk about this, physiologically, this is no problem. You can do this. They recommend building up to it, but it, physically, this is something you can do. And people do three, five, seven, and, and sometimes 10 day fasts. So as he's talking about the benefits of the fast, it just got reinforced and anchored in my mind of I'm in this and I'm doing this and nothing's gonna sway me because this this three-day fast is truly like a mental game. I woke up this morning, I had a full dinner last night. I woke up this morning and I'm already feeling like fidgety of like, oh no, I've got 60 more hours to go and this mental battle that takes place because of this process. But as I listen to the video tonight, anchoring in all the benefits, I'm sold and I'm, and I'm so committed to this. I'm not even thinking about breaking this because it's gonna happen, I'm gonna do this. So this dovetails, this is exactly what the, his name's Dr. K, like who I mentioned earlier, he goes by Dr. K. This is exactly the reason that Dr. K found in his research that helps men be successful in their attempts and efforts to quit pornography. He said that one of the biggest factors is having purpose and meaning. The idea that you're allowing yourself to be uncomfortable and experience withdrawals, doing the hard work that's required to quit pornography in the name of some greater good. The guys who have, or the guys or gals both, right? The people who have a meaning and a purpose are the ones who are ultimately more successful than those who don't. As I reflect on this, this is 100% true in the clients that I work with. The guys that I see, or the guys that I have had conversations with in the past, who I find that are just kind of struggling and stagnant and doing a little bit, but then falling back and doing a little bit, then falling back. So often one of the common denominators is that these guys don't have a real solid why. It's not that big of a deal for them. If they could quit, great, but when things get really hard, they give themselves permission to fall back into it. Because anybody who's walked down this path knows that there's really uncomfortable moments here. And the guys who are just kind of like, nah, I don't know, I'm just, I'm doing this, but it's not really that big of a priority, those guys struggle. And so as I reflect on the guys who are so successful in this, they're very, very committed because they have a powerful and compelling reason why they're doing this. So if this is you, if you do want to eliminate pornography, but don't feel fully anchored into the process yet, this is one thing that I would invite you to consider is to think about what's your why? What's the purpose of this? Because if you don't really have a strong purpose, it's really, it's, it's, it just makes it harder to keep you anchored into the process. And again, as I reflect on my own experience tonight with this fast, the benefits of doing this convinced me like I'm gonna I'm going to complete this. There's no question. 
barring some like hospital visit, I'm going to complete this. So for you, if you're listening to this and you don't really have a solid reason why, my encouragement for you would be for you to think about what are the benefits of this? What will you gain as a person individually in your marriage when it comes to your self-esteem, your ability to focus, your ability to follow through on something that's difficult, the kind of person that you want to be, having connection and true intimacy in your relationship, being the kind of father that you want to be for your kids, a model to them for what you do when you face hard things. Whatever it is for you, and if you're not exactly sure what all of the benefits are, my encouragement is for you to listen to other people sharing their story. Listen to how it feels for them. Listen to the benefits that they experienced. And so often when I work with husbands, they want to have a deeply connected marriage with their spouse. But sometimes the difficulty is that they've been so walled off that they don't actually know what that would feel like. They've been so compartmentalized. They have lacked the skills because growing up in their home, they, haven't, they, they didn't develop the skills with their parents because their parents didn't show them what it means and what it looks like to have a healthy, emotionally open relationship. Most of the guys that I work with have had excellent moments in their relationship with their wife that are real, where they feel love, they feel connection, they know how good it feels, but then their old programming kicks in and their protection shows up and they wall themselves off. And it's really difficult to sustain being vulnerable because the wall is there and because of the fears and because of the lack of ability to know how to sustain that connection. So my encouragement as you're listening to this is to find a solid why so that you can anchor yourself into the process with that. Now, if you're a wife listening to this and your husband's been struggling with this for a long, long time, so many women that I work with will tell me, am I not enough? Am I not important enough for him to quit this? Does his family not mean enough to him for him to work through this and finally find success in this? Okay guys, real quick. So I know that each episode of the podcast dives deep into one specific tip or topic to help you repair your relationship or eliminate pornography altogether. But have you recently considered how all of these pieces fit together to create an overall strategy for you to find freedom? If not, I highly recommend doing this and I'd love to help. If you're a man listening to this, I just created a brand new video for you that walks you through exactly what you need to have in place to quit porn without the battle or the struggle. It's totally free and you can check it out at stopporn.info. It details a totally new approach to getting out of the hamster wheel of progress then failure. One step forward, two steps backwards. So again, you can check out the video at stopporn.info. Okay, now back to the show. Does his family not mean enough to him for him to work through this and finally find success in this? The thing that I want to share with you is that so often a marriage absolutely is a powerful motivator to eliminate pornography. The breakdown though, the reason why they're not able to be successful. If their why is their marriage, I think that's great. If their why is any other reason, whatever gets somebody into the process is great. And we want to go with that. We can build on that. The difficulty where all this breaks down is that a why, having a strong why, is not a successful strategy. 
It's a starting point. So if a husband is struggling and he absolutely knows he wants to overcome this issue and he has a very powerful why, yet he's using the why as his strategy to deal with urges and he's using the why as the strategy to try to distract himself and avoid tempting situations, it's just not sustainable because the why is not the strategy. The why can in the the what I the 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 point that I hope to convey to you right now is that the why engages you in the process. It is not the strategy. So if you're thinking, okay, well, what's the strategy if it's not the why? The strategy is for you to deal with the underlying issues that have caused you to turn to pornography in the first place. So the strategy is doing the inner work. It's breaking down and eliminating triggers. It's rebuilding your self-worth. It's finding new ways to deal with depression and anxiety, which so often is linked to the negative beliefs that somebody has. It's being able to develop communication skills and foster emotional intimacy with somebody that you care about. It's doing all of these things that are exactly what will help you eliminate this issue at the core. The huge difference between somebody who has a why as their strategy and somebody who has a why that engages them in the process of actually getting the strategies that work, it's it's completely different. And so if your wife listening to this and you think, well, my husband, am I not am I not important enough for him to do this? My guess is that you absolutely are. And every man that I've worked with who's married wants to have a good relationship with their wife. That's a part of why they reach out because there's a an individual and a couple's component to the program that I offer for people. So they want these things. And so I I this is the reason why I wanted to share with you as a wife, if you're listening to this, to not be discouraged thinking, well, I must not be that important because he's still struggling. We, we absolutely need to integrate both pieces. The why anchors him into the process, but the strategy must be something different, something that addresses why he's struggling with this. If you followed me for any length of time, you've heard me say over and over again that somebody using pornography, and a whether it's a habit or an addiction, it's a direct result of their lack of ability to cope with uncomfortable feelings, whether it's sadness, loneliness, fear, stress, low self-worth. When somebody doesn't have the strategies to deal with how they feel in a healthy way, pornography is a very easy escape. It causes all sorts of damage, as you know. But the key is to link both of these together, a very strong why, with actual strategies that deal with... It's like imagine an iceberg. The tip of the iceberg is what shows up above the surface, and those are slips. That's the pornography use. But underneath the iceberg, all of what drives the ice to the top of the surface are the underlying things, the underlying issues that are not being dealt with. So the most effective strategies are the ones that deal with those at the core, because once you heal individually by repairing your self-esteem, developing a strong sense of confidence, have ability, have the ability to share and open up and be vulnerable with other people and rely on the, the rely on your relationship for a resource for strength and work through any other issue that you have internally. When you do that, because you're engaged by having a powerful why, you will 
absolutely be successful in this. So my encouragement to you as you're listening to this is to reflect on what's your why. And if you don't have it, that's step number one. If you do have a powerful why but still find yourself struggling, step number two is to develop the strategies that you need to deal with why you're struggling as we mentioned today. So my my hope is that as you're listening to the podcast that you're getting tools and direction and know what to do. If you're struggling and you don't know how and you don't know what specifically you need and you need some help to customize this, I would love to support you. There's more information if you go to the website stopporn.info. You can get more information about how this is possible and ways that you can get the help that you need to ultimately eliminate this by having a, a customized game plan. And so I hope that as you listen to this, you're already thinking about reasons why and you're already reflecting on, okay, what are the reasons why I'm struggling? What are the underlying issues that are not being addressed so that you can tackle those at the core with the strategies that work being anchored in again by the why as you're engaging in this process. 